and I get to welcome up Mark Tyler, which will be awesome, so we can give a nice Rock Bible round of applause. Sweet. Oh, okay. We got something fun I think we're going to begin with here, you guys. It's great to be with you guys. Rock Bible. Oh, man. One of my favorite churches ever anywhere. So are, do we have this ready to go? Is this thing ready to rock? Uh, I just found out that we we're going to show a video. And so I was Scott's youth pastor years ago when I was like a youth pastor, okay? And we did this outreach. And we have that video, right? Is that right? So we did an outreach uh, to students. This is when like rap music was just coming into being. <laughs> so we're like, hey, let's create a band, a, a rap band. Let's go to, Cat let's rent a limo. Let's go to Castro Valley Highlight where we're rap artists and see if we can pack up the youth building. And we did. And Scott was like, he was the only one that could rap. He was the only guy with rhythm. And so we recorded this. This is like, in the 80s and this is a clip of that moment so uh, i didn't know we had it but we're going to show it and uh let's let it rip this is that's too hot scott right there <laughs> is that it okay we got <laughs> this was this was put together like on the fly like right now so there's another part to it where we actually recorded but that was the promo for the event, and so I didn't know what we had. They just told me, hey, we got this. You want to show it? I'm like, sure, let's let her go for it, and that's what we had, but uh, anyway, Too Hot Scott. That's where he got the name. That was his name for the band. I mean, girls were going crazy over Scott, <laughs> and we packed the youth building. It was amazing, and Scott, uh, next time I show up, I'll show you that clip, and you'll love it as well, but show the next slide, because this is... Uh, uh, me from, did, how many of you know we just came back from Laos? Any of you guys, we showed a video, I think here, a few of you guys. My wife Tracy back there, give Tracy a hand. So, so I'm here because you guys are an amazing church. I love Scott, I love your staff, all of you guys. And, and you support the ministry of 360 Serve. You're, you're our first actual church that supported this ministry. I'll tell you that story a little bit later in short. But I'm here just to kind of share with you guys what God's doing, you heard so much about what God's doing here. What's he doing in the nations? What's he doing 12, 13,000 miles away? Because you guys are intricately involved in an amazing global ministry that we're going to kind of share with you guys a little bit about. So I want to have some fun with you as we begin. Uh, one of the most common questions I'm asked, so I've traveled way, well over 50 countries around the world, and oftentimes I'm asked, what's the craziest thing you've eaten, Mark? And I have many crazy things I've eaten, from grasshoppers to bamboo worms to uh, crickets to frog. And, and yet I, I was like, you know, I need to start taking some videos of this. And so this is a little video right now. You've gone too far. Show the video, which is one back. There you go. Thank you. 
<laughs> you say, Mark, why do you do that? I did that for you guys, okay? Uh, so now you have proof that, you know, Jesus said, hey, eat what is before you, right? When you go out as a missionary, and there, you say, why do you do this? Because you bond with the pastors in a second. I've got, you know, dozens of pastors watching me when I do this. And when you do that, you bond with them. And it's important to do that. It just is. With that video, I hope that prepares you for lunch now. Okay? Okay, you say, what does a plate of wasp look like? Well, this is a plate of wasp. Check it out. Right there. And uh, this is a delicacy uh, there in Laos. Big time. And uh, those, those will be the last wasp I'll ever eat in my entire life, though. But I did it for you guys, okay? All right. Now, some of you, you may be new to Rock Bible and new to who is Pastor Mark, Tyler, 360 Serve. Uh, and so I want to tell you the story in brief of just what 360 Serve is about and how it all kind of came into being. So this next slide, uh, I've been a pastor at Three Crosses Church. Anyone ever been there? you know, in Castro Valley for like 39 years. I'm still on staff. I'm our global missions pastor. But 360 Serve is a nonprofit that serves all the United States. And uh, that's 95% of what I do is 360 Serve. And so uh, I've been on staff, though, at Three Crosses for all these years, 39 years. And I know what you're thinking. How is that possible? He doesn't look a day over 40. And that's wishful thinking on my part. But you know, over all these years that I've been at Three Crosses, I've always been involved in many different ministries, but always missions. That was like God's tug on my heart. And I love what you were talking about earlier. What's the gift God's given you? And you know, the Lord wants to use your gift, whatever it is, in the church and even in the world. And I look back on my life, and it has always been after I came to Christ at 20, 20 years old, uh, I just began to share the gospel, to share the gospel and I remember when I was actually saved, the day I was saved, I said, Lord, if you'll save me, I'll tell the world about you. Had no idea that I would become a pastor, then a global pastor and travel the world and be doing what I'm doing. But my life was changed uh, one day in, 19, uh, in 2001. And you'll see this next picture. I was invited as I began traveling the world to just share the gospel because I was just compelled to go to country after country to preach the gospel. And I was invited finally to go to China. China is a closed country. And this is my first trip to a closed country. There are open and closed countries in the world to the gospel. China, you're not allowed to go to China and preach the gospel. You get thrown into jail. You get kicked out. I'd be arrested if I was caught doing this. And so they snuck me into 40 pastors from all over China showed up because they just wanted to be fed the word of God. And so I show up and it was quite an experience getting into China and and uh, they put me in a van with tinted windows and rushed me through the city, ran me through shopping malls to another side where I get in another vehicle. They're trying to shake the police. And then finally, they would bring me to this compound where these 40 pastors were waiting. And it was my first trip being introduced to the suffering, the persecuted you know, church of Jesus. At night, I had to sleep with our shoes on because we had to be prepared to run if the police invaded the place. And so this was the environment so for the first day, they just wanted to be taught the Word of God. They sat on a piece of carpet like this, 40 of them, and I taught the Bible for eight hours. They just were starving for the Word of God. And uh, at night, I uh, went to bed, and uh, at 4.30 in the morning, my life was changed. This was where 360 Serve was actually born. The vision for it was created at 4.30 in the morning. You know, I don't know where you're at in your life, here, here you are on a Sunday, God has brought you here. But you know, in one moment, your life can be transformed by the power of God. There may be something that you're going to hear today, God wants you to hear, that will change the course of your life. And my life at 4.30 in the morning, I had no idea this was going to happen, but this happened for me. I got up at 4.30 in the morning to use the bathroom. Anyone ever, you know, you have to we'd keep our hands down. And so I had to use the bathroom. And so this is what I saw. I walked and I saw into this room, next slide, all these pastors, they weren't like this. I took the picture. They were literally on their faces at 4.30 in the morning crying out to God for China. Not so loud as to wake me where I was right next door. Our curtain separated us. They slept on the floor there. And I was blown away at what I saw. And I, I just tears started coming from my eyes. And I went back to my little cot and I got on my face and I just started praying for China as well. 
And in the morning, we got ready at 8 o'clock for resumed teaching. And I said, I'm not teaching any longer. I go, I need to know who you guys are. I need to hear from you. Who are you? I've never seen what you guys have done. And they began telling me their stories of how they had been in prison, how they'd been tortured. I won't go. This is being recorded. I don't see kids here, but I won't talk about the torture they experienced. And tears are running down my eyes as I'm listening to these stories about the suffering church of China. But I'm also hearing the other side of the victorious, glorious church. And they began telling me about the house church movement. It was called the underground church then, but it was a house church movement in homes because you just can't start churches you know, in China with a cross on them like this. You can't do that in China. And so uh, they were talking about this, and one guy, he's leading a movement of a million people in his movement. Another guy, five million in the network of house churches. Another guy, 15 million. And I'm listening to their stories, and I'm blown away because I've never heard of anything like this. And I get on the plane to head home, and, and God speaks to me. Three times in my life has he spoken to me like so clear. I wrote down what he said. And this is one of them. And he said, for the rest of your life, Mark, you will serve the house church movement of China. I didn't know what that meant right then. I came home and I just began telling everyone that we need to support these pastors that are laying down their lives to reach their own country for Christ that are being persecuted, but they're so effective, so effective. So we began supporting these indigenous church planters. Well, about five years ago, I had a meeting because God was just moving in my heart to say, I think the United States needs this. I think churches all over the United States and Christians all over the United States need to know about supporting missionaries who are in their own country, speak their own language, are very effective in reaching their own people for Christ. How are we going to complete the Great Commission? There are three billion people on our planet still who've never even heard the name of Jesus. And watch this, American missionaries, we can't even go to those countries. You can't even go there and freely share the gospel. How are we going to reach three billion people for Christ? Well, I began to think, and the Lord was saying to me, Mark, we need to support these indigenous church planters. And so I, I talked to Scott. You know, I was like, hey, too hot Scott. <laughs> I said, God has put in my heart this dream a ministry called 360 Serve, that we would support indigenous church planters, live in their own country. And Scott said four words. He said, when can we start? 360 Serve was born. You were the first church that supported 360 Serve. Now today, by God's grace, you'll see that we support 1,978 pastors to date, and it grows at one every day on average. In 23 of the least-reached countries of the world, hundreds of thousands of people are coming to Christ. Tens of thousands of house churches are being planted in the least-reached countries where they don't have a church, no Christians, no Bible, among these three billion least-reached that Jesus died for that don't even know that he did die for them. And so to God be the glory for this, but the story I want to share with you this morning is not the big picture it's what God is doing through you, Rock Bible, because I don't think you guys have a clue how God has used you and how he is using you. This little church, okay, compared to other churches in the United States, Rock Bible, what God is doing through you is the story I want to share with you this morning, and I think it's going to absolutely blow you away because as I've been preparing and thinking I've just gone, Lord, are you kidding me? Is this what is happening? So, you know, your church started five years ago with just supporting a couple handfuls of Vietnamese church planters. Some of you remember that, okay? And that was awesome. But can I share with you what has happened in this church over these five years? Look at the next slide, if you would. You guys support 72 pastors every month. This church, do you know that? In seven of the least reached countries of the world, Vietnam, India, China, Ethiopia, Laos, Bangladesh, and Uganda, I don't know how many pastors you have on your staff. You guys know how many you have? On, like here? What do you have? Two, three? You've got 72 globally that you're supporting at $50 per month. Your church. You are the most generous 
360-serve supporting church in all the United States per capita. You guys are. This church, Rock Bible Church, you need to hear that. You need to hear how special this church is. You're living out what so many scriptures teach, and I just give you one right now, but this next scripture, it says this. It says, Galatians 6.10, Therefore, as we have opportunity, and many of you, you, you thought about your, your finances. You give to this church, but you also give to missions. It's awesome. As you have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. God says, especially to those who belong to our family, our global family, that are being persecuted, but they're laying their life down for the gospel. And you guys, you're supporting 72 pastors around the world. That is phenomenal. Now, why is this happening? Because Rock Bible is just such an awesome church, and you are, but also because of this verse where Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Jesus said, I will do this. This is his promise. And this is what he, people ask me all the time, Mark, what do you see in God doing around the world? Same thing. Jesus is building his church everywhere. This is his promise, especially in the unreached areas. But he's found a church called Rock Bible who really gets it. Who is partnering with him in the mission for which Jesus Christ died and rose again so that everyone would know about his grace. And this is a church that gets it. So what I want to do this morning is I just want to take you on a journey, because this is what I do. I'm a storyteller. And I'm just going to take you. This is what God called me. When, when we birthed 360 served, the Lord gave me one main directive. Well, two, actually three. wasn't planning on sharing this, but I'll tell you. Number one was that 100% of what people give goes to the pastor they support. Every penny you give to 360 serve goes where you designate it. That's what God said, and that's what we live by. You say, how do, how do you do that? People believe in our ministry so strongly they underwrite all the administrative costs. So every penny you give goes exactly to the pastor you're supporting. Two, God said, just tell their story, Mark. Tell their story. I'll do everything else. You tell the stories of the redeemed. That's Psalm 107, verse 2. Tell the story of the redeemed. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. They can't tell their story. Because they live in these countries where they're persecuted. But God has called 360 Serve to be a voice to the church in the United States to tell the story of what God's doing in these unreached, persecuted countries. And, um, and then the third thing, the Lord just said, you lead it the best you can, I'll bless it beyond your imagination. And I can't even, Tracy and I can't imagine. We would never imagine what God has been doing. It's incredible. So what I want to do this morning is I'm just going to take you to three of the seven countries you want the other four you have to bring me back in another time i've learned never to talk more than three countries at one time usually i come in and i just talk about one country because your mind begins to explode by the end of our time your mind's going to start to explode uh but so we're going to go three at a time and we're going to start with vietnam okay so this is your your baby you guys started with vietnam you know five years ago and you support 42 vietnamese church planners by the way if you don't get the weekly email update. How many of you guys get that? A lot of you get it. If you don't, sign up for it today because I will send you a story that will blow you away. I get email after email after email. Our emails are amazing. They're amazing. And people just say, Mark, I can't wait to read the email I get from 360Serve. Sign up for it today. See Tracy and we'll get you on it because you need to be aware of what God's doing in your church. So 42 church planners, Vietnam, this country, it's a, it's a communist country. And you guys are way in the north if you look, you know, see Hanoi, the capital. Anyone serve Vietnam War here? Uh, oftentimes I, I find that with, thank you. But north of Hanoi is where you guys, there's 54 ethnic groups. You guys support the ethnic group called the Sanche, okay? 42 church planners. This is what the terrain looks like. Let's show this next video. This is where kind of they live. They live way up, actually above the clouds. This is three hours. You see all these terraced hills. Uh, we're in a van, and then we had to take a uh, uh, motorcycle three hours above the cloud line to get where the Sanche live. And you can see how high we are already. But it's beautiful territory. And, and so the next picture will show you the first church that was ever built for the Sanche. You guys supported the first mission movement ever in the history of Christianity to reach these Vietnamese tribe for Christ. I was the first American ever in this area. 
And that was quite a story. I've shared it before. I'm not going to go into it right now, how he snuck in, had to get past all the Vietnamese police, and I was undercover and camouflaged, and we were running from police, and you, some of you have heard that, okay? Hey, I, I, we used to run from the police when we were in high school, right? I mean, it's been a while, you know, okay? And I'm with my son, you know, uh, and it was kind of quite an experience, a bonding moment, you know, I'm like, James, you don't want to do this, you know, back in the States, running, but we got away. So this is the first church you guys built, the whole thing, Rock Bible. It's the, the, the church, go back, that's the church, that's Pastor Daniel's church, that's what it is on a Sunday morning. So you're here, they're there, worshiping God, you guys built the church. This next one, you guys provided the Sanchez with their first Bible ever, the New Testament. You guys funded that. And this is them today. The next picture shows all, this is 1,700 New Testaments that the pastors are now distributing. They're on their second edition all throughout North Vietnam. You guys started that. This is a pastor on his motorcycle. You guys have given so many. Steve gave the first motorcycle ever that we gave away to pastors now since we've given hundreds and they use these motorcycles to go to the unreached areas to preach the gospel um, this is an unreached area typical home they're animus in the north an animus is a person that that worships spirits demons they sacrifice to the demons they believe in the demonic world but they try to appease the demonic world through sacrifice and rituals and witch doctors and so this is Daniel. He's going to one of the unreached areas to share the gospel. Let me just share with you one story that kind of I think you'll be amazed because this is happening all the time in Vietnam. This next picture will show you Pastor Daniel, you guys support. He's just one of the, the, 50, the 50, or 42. The guy next to him is a guy named Van. Van uh, is the father of that family. <laughs> For his whole life, he's worshipped demons. Six years ago, uh, the demons possessed him and came into his life and, uh, and actually caused him to go absolutely 100% blind. For six years, he's been blind. He got so depressed because he kept on trying to sacrifice and nothing would help him. Uh, and, and so he, he wanted to kill himself. And his wife, out of desperation, called Daniel and, and heard about him and said, can you please come and pray for my, my husband and our family? Daniel came. He shared the gospel all of the family, right there in that picture, prayed to receive Christ. That picture was taken right after Van and the whole family trusted in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. After that picture, Daniel then laid his hands on Van and in the name of Jesus cast out the demons and prayed that Jesus Christ would restore his sight completely. Five days later, next picture, uh, Daniel shows up and that is Van reading the New Testament you guys provided. This is a picture of Van right now God is totally restored, next picture, totally restored his sight and his life spiritually. He is now serving the Lord. So this is what I want you to think about, Rock Bible. As you're here doing your life, this is happening in Vietnam in real time. God is at work there using you, and would you please remember that as you go throughout your day, you're having a tough week, get our updates so you can know what God is doing in the nations that you guys are supporting. Our God is alive. He's doing miracles. Yes, like in the book of Acts, he's doing the same thing. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. This is your brother in Christ. This guy would not know the healing power of God if it were not for this church. You guys, God raised you up. You're supporting this movement, and that should encourage you. It really shouldn't. Uh, so thank you, Rock Bible. Uh, this is, you know, this next slide. Uh, this is what's happening through the pastors you support in just the last three months. 179 new believers, three house churches have been started, 72 new believers have been baptized, just the last three months. And so when you know, they come to Christ, they burn their idols, this next picture, you'll see it. They burn their idols. All of them are idol worshipers. So they literally will burn their idols in the fire and then they get baptized. Now, some of you, next picture, we'll see that. Uh, some of you are like, ah, oh, Pastor Mark, do they really know about us? The Sanchez, Pastor Daniel, all of us. Okay, I was like, I showed you me eating a bunch of crazy stuff earlier. So let's show you the next picture. Do they know about you? Thank you, Rock Bible Church. They can't spell thank. Okay, and they apologize for that. I mean, I'm giving them things to like, you got to put this on a sign and say hi. They love you guys. And then the next picture shows you the full thing. Thank you, Rob, and thank you, Pastor Too Hot Scott. That one was really hard to translate. Pastor who? Too Hot Scott. 
They didn't get the spelling right, and they had fun talking. What is too hot? <laughs> you got to know, I have so much fun doing this. <laughs> but hallelujah, you know? And so this is what God is doing. As you're here, as you're struggling, as you're going through COVID, as whatever, you guys are having an amazing impact around the world. Now, do me a favor. Take Vietnam and put it on a shelf right now. Okay? You love Vietnam. You love, put it right there. You've got to leave it there. Mentally detach. And let me bring you now to the next country. Okay? Fully embrace now a new country, Uganda. You support 10 church planters in Uganda. So I need you to begin to emotionally begin to go, these are some of the church planters we support in another country. And the story of these 10 church planters, you are not going to believe. I'm going to tell you a story. It's going to rock your world in a second. But first, you need to be introduced to the movement leader. So we, we support 23 countries, and there I have a best friend in every one of these countries. They're called the movement leader. The movement leader for Uganda is also named Daniel, as well in Vietnam as Daniel, another Daniel. And so we, we do story videos, and uh, we do story videos. We can't release them, you know, um, often. Well, we can't do those at all, but for a church setting, I'm going to show you guys our first story video. So take in Daniel, Daniel's story. I went to school with a rope. I was going to hang myself on a mango tree. I was 14, orphaned and abused, unloved and hopeless. The spirit of death was upon me. I waited until everyone left. With a rope around my neck, I began to hang myself. One boy hadn't gone home yet. He saw me and stopped me. He said, you need Jesus. He led me to Jesus under that mango tree. The boy's father adopted me into their family. You are now my son, he told me. These are your brothers and sisters. Eat our food, here is your bed. I was given shoes to go to church and was introduced as a son adopted into their family. I realized Jesus loved me and this love transformed my life. I now had a reason to leave Jesus. I devoted my life to serving Jesus and spreading his love. God led me to Rwanda to help because of the genocide. Here I met my wife, Erica, who was a survivor, but was orphaned because of the genocide. Together we returned to Uganda. God called me to be a church planter into the unreached areas of Uganda to share the gospel and spread the love of Jesus. Our first church began to grow. Because my wife and I were orphans, we also began an orphanage caring for 17 children. The church planting movement required much walking and traveling. I had little to no finances. It was slow going, but I knew that God had called me to the whole country of Uganda. God began to speak to me about not just institutionalizing orphans, but adopting orphans into the family of God through church families, like what I had experienced when I was 14 with my adopted family. So one Sunday, I brought all 17 orphans before our church family. And as their pastor, I shared with them what the Lord had put on my heart. And I challenged them to adopt one of these children today. All 17 kids went home that day adopted into Christian families. This was the church being the church. Adopting orphans into the family of God within church families was going to be a key part of our church planting movement. God began raising up others as church planters to join me in going to all the unreached areas in Uganda where so many people desperately need the love and the good news of Jesus. This is when God connected 360 South to our church planting movement. Many of you began praying for us and supporting us, which allowed our church planting pastors to serve full time. This blessing is like God kissing Uganda. Because of your prayers and support, we are now able to reach more people for Christ to transform our country. We are going to where there's no church. 
where for generations people have practiced witchcraft, cannibalism, and human sacrifice. We are bringing light to the darkness. House churches are starting in places where there has never been church. Hundreds of orphans are now being adopted into families who are physically and spiritually caring for them. Thousands are coming to Jesus in the numerous least reached areas. And we want to see all of Uganda come to Christ for the glory and praise of God. Many more pastors are ready to go. Pray for us, support us, and send us. Thank you for your great love from your brothers and sisters in Uganda. If you're encouraged by my storytelling, you ought to hear me interview the pastors from all these countries. So if you're into podcasts or you're not into podcasts, you should get into one and you will be blown away by the stories hearing literally from the movement leaders of the movements that you guys are supporting. Just 360 Serve, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find them there and listen to these stories. So 10 church planners you are supporting Rock Bible in Uganda. We're supporting a total of 112 different church planters in Uganda through you know churches, uh, donors all over the United States. Thousands are turning to Christ. Dozens of house churches are being start, started. And I thank you for supporting 10 of these uh, church planters. Now, I want to introduce you a little bit more to Uganda. <laughs> Ugandans are absolutely full of joy. This is them realizing that for the first time they're going to receive $50 a month that you guys are supporting. Just go ahead and look at this. This is what... <laughs> these are all pastors they have served god some of them for 20 years they've never received one penny and for them to know that they're receiving this from you that was their response here's another pastor check this guy out we gave him a motorcycle and this was his response <laughs> I mean, the guy's a pastor. He's walked his whole life. Never even had a bicycle. And this is the impact that this has on your brothers and sisters. Many of you have given these things, so thank you for that. This is a worship service, typical worship service in a Uganda church. It's kind of like the youth ministry here at Rock Bible. <laughs> Let me tell you, that sets me up to preach, man. I preached like you would not believe how much sweat came from me in that service. I love it. Oh, okay, next picture is Pastor Clement. Pastor Clement is the pastor that oversees the 10 church planners you guys support. His story going to rock your world. So there are 69 different people groups among the 45 million people that live in Uganda. Pastor Clement is part of the Karamanjong. Can you say that with me? Karamanjong. You got the Sanche, but then you got the Karamanjong. So it's a group. It's a people group. So imagine one million people. That's how many are in the Karamanjong. 
Imagine these one million Karamanjong living in five primary regions in the northwest of Uganda. Three of the five regions know about Jesus and have house churches in them. Two of the five regions of at least 300,000 people of the Karamanjong have never heard of Jesus for hundreds of years. No church, no Bible. They are primitive, demon-possessed, worshiping spirits, witch doctors. They are a law unto themselves. They steal and they kill each other and any tribe that would ever try to make their way into their territory. You don't visit these two areas off-limits. Pastor Clement, he came to Christ as one of the Karamanjong in one of the three regions where Jesus had been preached and began to grow as a disciple, learned about the Great Commission, and God put on his heart to go to one of these regions that didn't know about Jesus of the Karamanjong, and he, want, he brought 10 church plants, a total of 10, went to visit these believers or these unbelievers in this group uh, to share Jesus with them. It was a courageous act of faith. It's a six-hour hike with no roads just to get to them. Now, I'm not going to share with you all the details, but on their journey, nine out of ten were killed by the Karamanjong that they were trying to reach. Pastor Clement was the only one who survived. After three months of recovery from his wounds and also the emotional trauma he experienced from this encounter, he then learned about Pastor Daniel, our movement leader, who's the number one church planner in all of Uganda that you guys support under his movement. And he came to Daniel and told Daniel his story, and then Daniel told me the story, and I'm telling you now the story. And I shared with Daniel, my heart just went out for this pastor, and I said, we have got to support Pastor Clement immediately. You know what, this $50 a month. He never had support before. Daniel goes, I agree. And then Daniel said to me, he goes, Pastor Mark, it's been three months since that moment. Pastor Clement already has nine other pastors from the Reach Karamanjong who are willing to go once again and share the gospel with that group. And I'm like, Daniel, what do, you, what do you think? He goes, I believe we need to support all 10 of them and I myself will go with them because we cannot support any movement that I have not actually been. God will protect us. Daniel's the movement leader. And I'm like, Daniel, if you believe this, it has my blessing. Let's support this. So Rock Bible, you as a church, first church in the history of Christianity to support these 10 church planners that successfully went to this unreached Karamanjong tribe and brought the gospel. That's you. This church right here. So you have, what does it look like? This is them on their mission trip. This is what, where they live in these kind of huts. You say, what happened? This is one of the first church services in Christian history that took place right here, right underneath that tree. Here's another church service that took place. What was the result? Well, 42 people turned to Jesus Christ. 42 people. Uh, they started two house churches. You'll see the next uh, slide. In huts like this, two house churches are going on right now. We had 20 people who got baptized, new believers. And this right here is a picture of Pastor Clement and your t the 10 church planners you guys support. They're saying hi, they're waving at you. Here, Rock Bible Church, grateful for you praying for them, supporting them. And here you are doing your life here, and yet this is what God is doing right now among this totally unreached people that are turning to Christ because of this, your church, Rock Bible. Isn't that amazing? what God is doing. So, you got Vietnam on a shelf. Now I need you to take Uganda and put it on a shelf. I'm going to bring you to a third country. Just detach a little bit. You can think about all these things later. And let me bring you to the most amazing. And let me bring you to India. Uh, by the way, what do the warriors in India have in common? That would be curry. Curry. <laughs> Come on, missions jokes are not easy to come by. You guys were getting a little lulled and just, I, I had to kind of break you out of that and kind of, okay, get you going here, all right. Now, of all the countries where you guys support church planners, my greatest challenge is just trying to help you comprehend what God's doing in these countries. 
When you support through 360 Serve, you're supporting ultimately a small church planting movement, a medium-sized, a large, or a massive church planting movement. When we come to India, by the way, Vietnam and Uganda are medium-sized. When we come to India, we're talking about a massive movement of God. A massive movement of God is so big, you can't even comprehend it, and I can't even comprehend it. And so, uh, actually, this scripture right here, Habakkuk 1.5, let's read this out loud together. Okay, let's do it out here. Look at the nations and watch, and be utterly amazed, for I'm going to do something in your days that you would not believe even if you were told. This is what God says. This is a, a prophecy. And you could say, look at India and watch and be utterly amazed. And so I'm going to share with you some things I've never shared in a church before about India because I felt like the church can't handle it because it's beyond comprehension. And yet you are Rock Bible Church. Pastor Too Hot Scott is your pastor. So turn to your neighbor and say, you can handle this. Too Hot Scott is our pastor. Turn to someone and just say that to him. Just do it. Absolutely. You can handle this. Okay, so the gospel is exploding in North India. Absolutely exploding in North India. Beyond comprehension. We've got to talk a little bit about India for just a second here. So go to the map. India is the second most populous nation in the world. Nearing 1.4 billion people. China's outbeaten it a little bit right now. The dominant religion in India is Hinduism, where they worship 333 million gods who are demons. I'm absolutely convinced I've been all over India. It's the most demon-possessed country on the planet because they worship demons. You worship demons, they show up, they possess you. The pastors you support serve in North India, north of the Ganges, the most holy place in Hinduism. In the north of India, 600 million people live. The majority of the people in the north are the Dalit. You've heard of the Dalit, right? The slum dogs, those that have less worth than a dog. They're told that if you touch them, you are cursed. This is, uh, uh, millions of people live in the north here who are like this, the Dalit. And yet it's these that are most turning to Christ, which we're going to talk about in a second. But north of the Ganges, there are 242,000 villages that these 600 million people live within. We support 560 pastors, 360 Serve does, in North India. You support eight of those, and thank you for supporting eight church planters in India. All the Indian church planters are part of a movement that have one goal, one passion, and it's to plant 242,000 churches in North India by 2030, and they're going to do it because it's just amazing what God's doing right now. They'll reach that goal. Can you imagine 242,000 churches in unreached villages that are demon-possessed? This is what God is doing. He's building his church. In these unreached villages, we are seeing hundreds of thousands turning to Christ, tens of thousands of churches being planted. Truly, miracles of God are happening every single day because of your prayers, because of your support, and I'm trying to bring you into something that I know you can't comprehend, but you should just worship God and say, God, you're awesome. So let me bring you into one of those villages right now. This is a village, you're going to see a video of my wife Tracy interacting with a group of people who just two weeks before, most were demon-possessed. They'd come to Christ, a church planter went in. These villages are so dangerous, the police often won't even go in there because they're so dangerous. But church planters that you support go into them, preach the gospel, the power of the gospel is so strong, an entire village will turn to Jesus Christ and be transformed. And this is one of those stories. Let's go ahead and take a look. Two weeks, these people have known about, never heard of the name Jesus before. They've come to Christ, the power of the gospel, the preaching of Jesus. Behind us, there's a little kind of tent, and that's where the first house church is planted. Let me show you a picture of the Ganges River next, because I want you to take in the context of where the church planters are serving. See it. Let me turn it up.
This next picture is going to show you the church planners, some of which you guys support some of them. And again, they're absolutely elated. Why? Because they're being supported for the first time ever. You know, they have to work jobs like in the fields making one to two dollars a day and all of a sudden support comes from you guys to them. They quit the jobs and they, their passion is just to preach the gospel and go and serve God full time and you allow them to go full time. So they're just rejoicing. Um, I was in a meeting with them and you'll see this next picture where the movement leader, this was their commissioning service for the 8U support. And the leader said, are you willing to die for Jesus? Every hand went up. They're willing to die for Jesus Christ. Some of them do. Some of them are beat up every day for Jesus in India. Tremendous persecution. They came to meet me because I was just there in April. And when they showed up, they didn't come, these church planners, to meet me just by the... They brought 300 people that they just led to Jesus Christ to be baptized. Look at this. Look at this next picture. That's them to be baptized. They're like, Pastor Mark, we want you to see what God is doing. I was blown away. Look at this next video, a little picture, just video of the... Amen? Okay, so let me take you a little bit deeper. It's going to be hard to comprehend this. In just the last three months, the last three months, this next slide, this is how many people have come to Christ through the church planners. 56,000. Just the last three months. This is what Jesus is doing around the world. When you get discouraged, look at this next slide. This is how many house churches in just the last three, like that, look, all those people. Coming to Christ, learning about Jesus, being delivered from demonic possession. Amazing. Look at this next slide. 5,633 have been baptized. They average, watch this, 10 baptismal services every day. Every day. And this several, just look at these different baptismal services you can see here of just them waving at you, saying hi to you. I mean, these are your brothers and sisters in Christ. The only reason, why are they waving? Because they're thanking you. I've asked them, please take pictures. They know that you guys have supported church planners that went to their village, told them about Jesus so they could come, have their life transformed, and now they're being baptized. And they're just absolutely excited. This is what God is doing in India today. So let me give you one more mind blower. Can you, can you handle it? Can you say, yes, we can handle it, Mark? Okay, one more mind blower, and then we'll be done. So this picture right here, but behind that pastor, that's a pastor, that's called a gospel banner. So 60 to 70% of these villages, they can't even understand English. They don't read. They can't read. Not English, but even uh, they can't read. And so they will have these banners that tell the Bible from creation to the cross to the resurrection. And a pastor will walk into a village, takes 20 minutes with this banner and go picture to picture and he'll tell the story of the Bible. And so in the month of June... Just in the month of June, 3,931 banner teams of two each, because Jesus sent them out two by two, and they do it biblically. They went out. We supported this entire thing. 360 serve, underwrite the whole thing. About $100,000. And what happened? 80,130 villages were exposed to the gospel. Next one. 3.1 million people heard the gospel in one week. And... 698,975 people have all their names written down, prayed to receive Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. One week of what God is doing in India. You guys are a part of it. All your pastors served in this amazing thing. It's, it's incredible what God is doing. First time I've gone public with that. Can you handle it? <laughs> so, you know, um, I'm telling you a lot of this stuff right now for a reason. I'm kind of setting you up in case you probably don't know that. But um, with your blessing, I would like to bring with me next month in October, Pastor Scott and Pastor Brent to India to see this with their own eyes, what is probably the greatest church planting movement in Christian history right now. See it with their own eyes. 
so they can come back and tell you what God is doing and have their life transformed by viewing this. If I have your permission to take Pastor Scott and Pastor Brent to India, will you say amen? Okay, all right. So thank you for that, because now they have no excuse. They're gone. Okay? Now, permit me to ask you one more question. Would you be willing to help support Pastor Brent Pastor? They don't know I'm going to say that, but I am. Would you be willing to help support them? It's $3,500 each. It's just the flight. We don't make a penny. It's all just cost. But if you would be willing to do that, maybe you can just pray about that. I mean, you're supporting 72 pastors. Could you support two of yours to bring them and help them? And, and if the Lord would lead you, anything you give to Rock Bible that says India on it, India trip, will go to help them with their trip. And I, I promise you, their life will be transformed and I will make them eat something really crazy there that will also change their life. Rock Bible, um, I don't know, God just said, Mark, go and encourage the socks off this church because I love them. My message to you is Jesus loves you. He says, well done. You're part of an incredible church. Great things are happening here. I love the children, the worship. I just, every time I come here, I meet just amazing people. And yet I also hear what you're doing globally and it just blows me away. You're an incredibly giving, beautiful church. You know, um, I can't tell you what God's done through you over these fast, past five years, but I can tell you what God has done through you in the past three months. In this slide, I added it up. In the last three months, through the 72 pastors, 1,706 new believers have come to Christ through this church because of your support and prayers. 79 house churches have been started, and 449 people have been discipled and baptized. So if you're discouraged or you're wondering, Lord, is it worth it, or whatever, I don't know. Just, you're part of an amazing body of Christ. Incredibly generous. And I just thank the Lord with you. Why is this happening? Because Rock Bible is so great? No, because Jesus is so great. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. And you know what Jesus has found? A beautiful body named Rock Bible Church that is willing to partner with him in the reason he's left us on earth. He's not left us here for us. He's left us here to tell the world about Jesus. Amen? And you guys get it. And I just praise God for that. And so... Um, I want to wrap up by saying just this. On behalf of myself, 72 church planners that you guys support, tens of thousands of new believers who've come to Christ over these last you know, five years, I say thank you, Rock Bible Church. And of course, the full story is thank you, Rock Bible Church and Pastor Two Hots God. We can't spell, but we're reaching the world for Jesus. You know, I want to just wrap up and I want to pray and then Brent's going to come up. I want to give you this scripture I've been thinking about you guys just to bless you. This is what Paul said to a church that he loved. The church loved him. And this is also a church that got the mission for which Jesus died. And Rock Bible, you guys get it. You guys get it. Paul said, I thank my God every time I remember you. And all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day, Scott said, when can we start until now? God is using you. I thank God for you. I pray for you every week. I pray with joy for this church, for our partnership. A bit ago, I had a meeting with this man who I respect, and he paid me, I think it was a compliment. He said, Mark, he goes, everyone I know who's your age yeah, my age. I'm like, what do you mean? Because everyone I know who's your age is slowing down. You are speeding up. I say that to you. I know a lot of churches who, because of COVID and the culture, are slowing down. This is the time to speed up. This is the time to lay our life down for the gospel of Jesus Christ, to partner with Christ and what he's doing on earth, to join him in that work. And I don't need to preach this to you guys because you're living it out. And I just pray that you would receive the blessing of the Lord today. You know the book of Revelation? You got Revelation 2 and 3. Jesus walks among the churches, remember? He walks among this church. And I believe his message for you is this. Well done. Continue to partner with me in what I'm doing in your life, in what I'm doing in your church, 
and what I'm doing in the world. And I'll continue to bless you. Amen? Let me pray for you. Lord, I thank you for this beautiful church. I love your church, Lord, all over the world. But there is something special that I have in my heart, and I believe you have in your heart for this body. Lord, I I just myself will never forget that conversation with Scott. When I went public with what you were saying to me, my heart was pounding. And Scott's saying, when can we start? And Lord, what you've done, it's just so amazing and so beautiful. I thank you for my brothers and sisters here. I pray your greatest blessing over them. I know that all of us come in here with pain and difficulties and things that maybe no one one even knows about, but you know about. And Lord, you are the God who takes all of that and you just, you're with us and you're building your church and you're wanting to build our lives. And even right now, God, you can meet us, whatever that is. Take the burden, give us strength, provide the need. You're awesome, God. You're building your church here and around the world. Build your people today. Send them here from here with great joy, Lord. Give them great gratitude in their hearts for Rock Bible Church, for Pastor Scott, Pastor Brent, all the pastors and staff here. I pray that they could realize they're part of something very, very special. They'd give you praise for. Oh God, let us continue to be faithful to you. Let you find us faithful when you return and we meet you in the air where we will forever be with the Lord. We can't wait for that time. Until then, Lord, let us walk with you, I pray. And all God's people said, amen. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. Thanks, bro. True story. I'm, I'm, I'm very skeptical. When I, I got to tell you, I'm very skeptical when it comes to missionaries and people like that. So years ago, um, years, years ago, when we first met Mark, I met him at uh, Red Robin. And uh, I was just like, I don't know about this guy. He's 100% given to mission. I don't know. It doesn't work out. I know math, but I'm not, you know. I'm sitting there after like five minutes. I'm like, yes, absolutely, absolutely. We have to do the 360 serve, absolutely, 100%. And then I'm like, oh, we should probably talk to the church. We should probably, but I just got so excited. So please have that conversation with him. A couple of weeks ago, I had that same feeling. He's like, Hey, do you want to go to India? I was like, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, I'm married. I should probably have a conversation first. So uh, I just, it's so exciting. Oh, gosh. If you didn't have like goosebumps like one or two times during the service, check your pulse. Holy cow. God is alive. God is good. Holy whoa. Stuff's happening. So at least sign up for the email. But um, we got some uh, some stuff for you guys on the way out. Uh, please talk to them. Get ready to share your whole story because they're that kind of person. So um, I just want to pray for you guys if that's cool. And then I'll, I'll let you guys go. So dear Lord, just thank you for Mark, Tracy, just the entire 360 Serve um, group organization, God. Just I, I just thank you that that you are working through them, God, and in 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 a world of mediocrity, in a world of just so so average, they they have said no and they said yes to you. They they have accepted the call. They they've followed you. They've done the crazy. They they've said absolutely, God. I'm willing. I'm able, and I want to follow God. I pray for us as we go through our daily lives with that same mentality, that we do the crazy, that we do the impossible, that we say yes to you every single day, every single way, God. Pray for all these things in your name. Amen. Just a reminder, next week, Roundup, RBC Roundup. It's a big day. Second service come after. Uh, we have lunch and all that good stuff. Uh, if, you, if you're like me and you haven't been to church in about a month, we're doing the offering in the back in that lockbox. So if you want to give to any of this stuff, please put it in there. Uh, your regular offering, tithes and offerings as well. All, that, all this kind of stuff is on that back left table that you can grab a hold of. I hope you guys have a great day and go with them. Bye.